I'm here with Pauline. Okay. I'm here with my sister and we are going to get into it as with her as my guest. I'm super excited. I have always wanted to do this. I want to play the reflex game with her. And so we're going to pull some cards, answer some questions, tell stories. I'm going to just again, is there anything you want to share about yourself? Like a quick rundown descriptor or just a normal girl from Bothell. <laughs> um, not nothing big. Um, just a chill. Just a chiller, a viber. Just a chill girl from Bothell. Just a chill small town girl. So we recorded this, <laughs> a whole other episode before this, but it kind of devolved, and so we decided to start over. So I will pull the first card, and this is the card. It says, "What's something you'll probably never experience?" Are you asking me? This is the question for both of us to answer. Joy? That was my answer too. I was gonna say love, like true like love though, I think. What's from real so you never get to experience that. Uh Israel. Not for me. For everyone, I believe. I believe that we're all just one membrane connected by love, dude. I guess. No, I don't really think that. But why do you think you'll never experience joy? Because it's literally not real. What about joy is I not? think talked about some other podcasts. Joy or being at peace with yourself would be living a life uninfluenced by your environment or all those societal things that affect us. And there's no person that can truly get rid of all those influences. Really? You think I think so? that's true. You can't. You don't even know every little influence that affects how you are. Yeah. So you can never unpack that all fully. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. We can't push back because I'm right. I'm going to push back on it anyways. And I'm right. So I know you're pushing up against. I'm going to push back on the fact that I think, yes, you can never be uninfluenced like fully. Like You can never not be influenced by something. I said the same thing like two times around. I'm tired. But I do still think you can experience like joy. Whatever definition of joy you have is a definition influenced by those influences and until you're full but it doesn't matter because like the feeling like i can define it as something but there are times where i've been like genuinely happy and like i would capitalistic society you're yeah i've been, been genuinely happy like genuinely radical, happy surprised that's your answer well it's my answer because i've been genuinely happy to the point where like it feels like the most happy i've ever been how and do you not know that that happiness isn't actually you being happy because it doesn't it's really this version that you've created of yourself exactly but does that matter because i can't prove that anything actually the way exists. i'm defining joy and true peace inner peace is just doesn't cannot support your definition but why do you think joy the way you define it is something that is inherently unattainable because we can't <laughs> we just can't okay well okay i'm gonna rewind a little bit then and ask a follow-up question because i'm kind of lost so do you then think that there is like something outside of yourself that constitutes reality. Like, do you believe that like, are you 100% certain that like reality definitely exists? And like, I'm not like in a simulation or making it up. No. So like, am you... I certain that we're not? No. 
but do you believe that we're likely we're likely not in one mm. what do you, like what's your flaw i just don't understand like why like because for me i'm like i can't really prove that anything outside of myself actually exists like when I get down to it, like, there's so many, there's just so many reasons as to why it would be in a simulation than why it wouldn't be in a simulation. And then so for me, I'm just like, that gives me, like, a lot of flexibility to define things myself. And I think joy is, like, a word that, like, yeah, has been influenced and, like, p- defined by people who, like, hold power and are able to put their definition of words in place. But I know, like, feelings that I like and I know feelings that I would be okay, like, living in and so I can do my best to like allow like people into my life that like inspire that feeling more than people that don't inspire that feeling and i would say that that is joy i wouldn't say that it's impossible also like what's the point you know like if you don't know for sure that you're feeling the best of something then what's the point of even thinking about it like the potential of that no i know i'm just saying I'm just saying. You're just saying. I know, but you say you can't experience joy. What I'm saying, basically, this is it. And this isn't how I go about living my life. It's just what I'm saying. Right. Basically, I think, like, inner peace and to be truly happy is to live a life with no barriers and no influence and no restrictions. And I think that every little influence that we have since we're children, every decision that we make, can become a restriction and does from us truly just being yeah and since there's no way for our brains to even know how to unpack everything or to understand what layers we have to take off because the definitions that we use for that process are again definitions that influence us you will never be able to do that so even you saying the way that i feel this feeling is joy to me the way you define that feeling and even how that feeling is like, but the feeling it's, it's all influence. It's like you. That's not. I don't believe that. To, but that feeling. But though, whatever you believe has been influenced. No, I. I don't believe a feeling. I think like to be truly happy is to be God. Whoa! What? Girl, I'm a Christian. No, girl. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. No, I don't believe that because. A we feeling? don't have to agree. Is a question. No, I know. I'm just gonna say like because you just said that the way I define feelings, and I'm gonna, I want to push back on that too and say like I, the reason I use the word feeling is because I I can't define it. I don't know what it is, but I the word feeling best encapsulates like, what the experience like the full body experience is like the emo- the mental and physical experience that it is to feel good. But I don't know, like the words I'm using to define it. Yes, aren't like real, but the way like it hits like centers in my brain that like oh these centers in your brain are responsible for pleasure like it does light up like those parts of my brain who define the brain so wait are you saying that pleasure is an illusion no and what is it what i'm saying it's a really abstract idea it's a big one no wow some people can't wrap their heads around it oh i don't i just don't i can't i just don't want to it sounds really sad really I think I'm a realist, right? Okay. And I am, you know, I think that hope is for delusional people. I do. Hope is a scam. I think I happy and joy and feeling fulfilled is delusional. So what I real... I think that we cannot experience that truly in this world. And to experience that, we would have to not participate 
and be affected okay, by, your, by this world. I'm talking about the United States of America specifically. Okay. By your logic, though, you can't feel anything for real. I think you can feel your natural instincts, those basic needs, food, shelter. But I mean, like, on the spectrum, like, I'm angry or, like, I'm sad. That means you also can't for real feel that because, like, you've been influenced. So at the end of the day, no, like, you're still No, but as an influenced. animal, as an animal, even without consciousness, we have these reflexes, these... Uh, yeah, but you're... Okay. No, I keep going. I think, I think to live like cavemen is to be happy. Just to vibe? To, to do what you need to do to live. I don't... Free of, like... Constraint. Yes. Why do we get Let's an argument about whiteness is a barrier? Polly, we literally believe the Let's same thing. Let's talk about Let's talk about how it. The most oppressed man is the white man oh. because he cannot even see his own fault. I always This is my other podcast with Masada. We did talk about this. Okay. This I love this topic because I've been trying to tell people like the question. I know, but it's like we spiral. What's something I'll never experience being a white man? I am a white man. Uh once I'm because rich I, I will be fine myself color and i define my position in society others are trying to define me but i am a white man and i live my life according to that every space is my space to take every conversation i need to be a part of my opinion matters more than others i am a white man and i live my life that way imagine how actually so powerful it is (laughs) i do that sometimes like the entire mentality of the white man the colonizer the oppressor (laughs) <laughs> the power oh dang, no well the it. thing is like okay i try this is what's gotten me like really riled up but also has left me that little, that little juice what my, my, my special juice your special juice we're taking a quick sidebar no you keep talking okay i was gonna say i have been most befumbled by this whole thing juice. is that like white men are so confused about like why whiteness as a construct is oppressive because i'm like look at you you can't express your feelings like you can't listen to anyone like you're stuck being in a white paradox. literally means that you're lesser than i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> did i just say you lack the ability to be truly empathetic because you haven't had psychopathic to, to care about to anything care about other or people or harmed. about issues and literally, I think it's to disease, be white dude. is the worst, worst barrier. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're Caucasian. It's all of them, Pauline. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> my Venmo's in the bio for more. In more because I can berate you more for free. That's why I don't get I've been thinking, I was talking to Alina about this a little bit. Because I just like so woke up one day like so mad. I was like, this is a sickness. It's a disease. Like if this is to walk around like that. To somehow, like, when I say, like, you're being racist, be like, I just really don't, I don't think I am. But I'm all about, like, listening to people of color. It's just, like, you specifically are lying to me. It's like, (coughs) first of all, you don't know people of color. Like, how can... (coughs) Oh, my God. I can't edit that out, dude. I don't even have editing software. Sorry. It's okay. Whatever. It's fine. But, like, it's just, like... (coughs) Wow. I Okay, I don't want to say, like, lesser than... Well, but I will. not as adequate as. as yes. Lesser than. The no, greater than the less as, than sign. Don't say it, but just. No, not. I just think it's like a sad way. Like, I go on TikTok. I see all these trends started by, like, all these trends are started by black people. And I'm just like, look at you. Like, your whole, you'll never own anything. Like, 
Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Rae will never get on TikTok and be like, I actually created something because of my creativity. Because, like, you just don't... You've never had to, like... I think it's a scam, Dang. though. I think they scam themselves. Because by making, like, art about suffering, like... And then making yourself a person that, like, the never has to society, like, societally suffer. You'll never be able to make the art you want to make. Like, everyone's like, to be in pain is to make great art. That's why I put think, yourself in pain and, like, That's why I was speaking to one of my therapists and he was white and I immediately said... We will never truly have this conversation oh my God, about my racial trauma because you just simply cannot grasp the idea. And that's why I cut off all my friends from UW. There's no point in having a conversation with somebody who will fundamentally never, ever understand what you are saying. Or even They can to. read as many books as they want. They can watch as many TED Talks. They can listen to Kimberly Crenshaw's intersectional there. Why did I just forget words? <laughs> intersectional theory. And try to pretend they understand the ways in which black women are ex- exponentially oppressed. But they just don't get it. You have to live it. Same with mental health. I won't talk to somebody. There's this whole idea about you need to cut people off who are toxic. But toxic has become anybody who struggles ever. And you can't explain to someone how they have to be there for someone and how... When somebody is mentally ill or dealing with substance abuse, that they act differently and that's not them as a person, unless you have had to do that in the past or you have been somebody who has struggled. My only friends that I talk to about, you know, my issues are friends that understand it because mm. they've experienced it. And you just can't understand. Like, it, it sucks that you have to experience things to be able to be empathetic towards other people, but that's just how it is. And white I think people that the reason to tell will it just is, not though, get it. But I think the reason to tell it is also literally white people's fault by making a system where, like, they're so removed. Like, you decided to make it about skin. And so, like, we will never be able to get deep at all. Like, you could have made it about, like, literally anything else. Like, the, how length, big your butt is. the length of a femur or something. Yeah, how big your butt is. I, it would still be, like, a stratified system, though. But, like, yeah, I just, I really, every day I'm so shocked by white people. I think that's why I love to come home and, like, just be like, everyone here is just not white. And it just feels really good. And I also love hanging out with, like, Brielle and her friends because they're, like, not white. So she got really lucky there. Like, she really, and like... they're the cool ones. Huh? Yeah, they're cool. I know, Victoria. She's popular. People. I was like, how... I was... She posted on Instagram and literally, like, there was, like... 46 comments are like girl you posted oh my god girl you're so it's literally my instagram and it's like i love the fit she was wearing a black hoodie and jeans but you can only see the black hoodie and someone's like i love the fit and i was like i love the fit and i love this for you and i'm gonna slit my neck that was (laughs) trigger warning i'm unfiltered and psychotic so i might say something controversial you did cancel me lock me up where's the cancel culture police you sound like a Republican. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, I need to play. <laughs> yeah, we're doing some audio entertainment. This is so funny. The podcast, as in my friend. Wait, can, wait, wait, wait. Can you play it later? No, I'm playing a little part. Oh, a little part. Can you also tell me the name of the podcast so I can put it in the... No, it's, we, just, we just recorded on her iPhone. Oh, it's not a podcast. It's recorded. No, I keep oh, awesome. saying I'm going to do podcasts and then I just record Dude, you should make them. You should make them. I know, but there's like no platform in which I could post what I actually want to say. Spotify, dude. What is no, it you want to say? I would never get a job. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the shackles of humanity. Oh my gosh. I have like hours of recordings too, like just like that with people this summer.
I gave you like more cat. They're like, I was sad in the because I am. You know, go backwards. Fuck this. Oh my oh, gosh, I'm gonna have to like edit out. Okay, are we just gonna have the conversation? That trip. Okay. I don't believe in them. They're not a real thing. I don't you believe in them. Cause them to yourself. The second you resist mm. whatever is happening, Girl. that is when you have a bad trip. Say it. I think people who are like, oh, this room is giving me a bad trip. It's like yours. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. I'm having a bad trip. <laughs> and we were talking about it because that was her first trip, and I was like, bro. Because I've had trips. I, I, I trip by myself, too. Me? Oh, yeah, open no. my third eye. Is it active? My my third eye is so open. I've actually seen every universe eat itself twice. <laughs> and what I've come to the conclusion of is sometimes I trip. And even if my head goes to, like, a dark, dark place, just let it go there. It's all your brain. You're just unlo- experiencing more of yourself. So why would you not want to? Wait, but so if you think that, then do you think, going back to your first point about not experiencing joy or unpacking everything, do you think psychedelics could lead to people, like, unpacking everything? Like, I think, yes, death because is the like more a, that you unpack your brain and unlock your brain, you can do more. Can, and I think we're not at 100%, but we have the ability to get there. And when you get there, you're truly happy because then, again, you can unpack. Yeah, because that active pineal gland and third eye. That's interesting. Bad trips, I've noticed that the people, like, I see... Who have them have... shallow and stupid. No. Okay. <laughs> my friend had a bad trip because she got punched in the face. That's, like, bad. That's just, like, outside. That was bad. I mean, like, a bad where I'll see someone... I, I'm not really close to these people, though. But, like, I'll see people who are just, like, so in control of everything. Like, they just need to be in control of everything. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be a bad time because you're fundamentally incompatible with the concept of an experience that you cannot be in control of. Or like, oh my god, I mm, had this friend who did trip for the first time, and then she was literally never the same again. Not in a bad way, but she was just so much quieter, and like, it was just, and I asked her about it, and she's like, I'm fine. But I was like, obviously, like, if you just accept that you're not fine, you can move forward. And she like, did later on, like, everything like kind of came around and was chill after a while, but it was just so interesting to see people like, really try and combat like what is happening because it's like you are taking yourself there like your brain is like i i want to go this way like i just want to go over here it looks like fun and you're like no and then you want to look at a leaf or look at a rock Ugh, that's another thing i hate people who are like it's just such a nice time to like look at nature and like just really i love looking at nature stare into a leaf it's like just do that in your real life like i like to look at nature in my real life but also like with something about when I'm tripping, it just looks so much cooler. Something about when I trip and I feel like a literal pebble. Do you know what it's like to feel Have so? Have seen a small? raindrop fall off of an evergreen at seven in the morning at the peak of Mailbox Peak? It's beautiful. What is it? Do you gorgeous. think with white people and the, the barriers need to like feel Can we just small? Call them the barriers. White call people? them the barriers. <laughs> It, the barrier. I'm being controversial. Wait, you want to call white people the barrier? Yes. What is it with the barrier and needing to like literally go to the bottom of the ocean or travel into space to finally have perspective of like this? I'm so small on the earth. I think it's because when you grow up in a world that makes you, it, it idolizes you and For it makes no you while. God in a way. And to realize that you are nothing but a grain of sand is a hard hit to the barrier 
And it breaks it a little bit. Takes it back. I don't think it does. Because it's a just little so bit. Complete. And then they act out to reassert that godlike power. Because that's all they know. They're like primitive animals. <laughs> Pauline. <laughs> and no, you can't air this episode either. I will be. Because everything already, I say is controversial. No, I've already said and this. And I'm so taboo in 2020. <laughs> Why? Every time you're like, I'm controversial, you get like Republican. <laughs> Less taxes on the rich. Are you rich yet? I'm screaming. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I like- you actually can't. I literally get fired from. I'm not gonna get. You're not gonna get fired. No one listens to my podcast yet. And when they do, I will and go it's back and delete the it. And it's controversial to call. But nothing. People a but did you lie? Oh, it won't be in five years. It won't be, Pauline. Nothing you said is a lie. I will defend. I'm honest. You. I could just say it was me the whole time. I'm unapologetically speaking from my heart. And okay, I hate. I like the concept though of calling it the barrier. It is the barrier. It is. It's like the. It's literally. Wow. Let's redefine whiteness. It's a barrier. Let's redefine this construct of race. There's barriers and there's those that walk freely. Free walkers and barriers. <laughs> there is a division and there is a race war and it's us against white people. It's everyone against white people and the white people lose. <laughs> Girl. I said exactly what I said, and I'll say it again. No, this is... You're on to something, though, because... A race war? No, the barrier and free walker analogy. Because like, when you think about how much think culture... Think of the limitations and how they're so sad. And they stay in, like, one place and expect everyone... But then you don't make trends. And then it's, like, just when a black person or a black anything happens to pass, like, near you, you steal it and then grow bigger we somehow. We can call them chameleons. I wouldn't say chameleon, though. Everything they touch, they turn into... No, but chameleon's mm. like a defense mechanism. Oh, a defense mechanism against... They're defending their inadequacy. Yep. That's true. You know what I've always wanted to do? Like, legally mandate for, like... Especially in Bellingham. Like, all white this people... This is also a joke. <laughs> trigger warning, it's a joke. Post-trigger warning. You were shot warning? This is a joke. Right. I've wanted to legally mandate, especially in Bellingham, that... All white people. Have to be home by eight. No, <laughs> that I want to like do something like snap my fingers and their brains will literally shut off everything influenced by not white people. And I want to see you have fun. They'll probably be snorting salt <laughs> and listening to "Take Me Home, Country." Oh boy, to, to the, the place I belong, West Virginia, Virginia. Mountain Mama. Oh, take me They, made, like, they made like three bangers. That song. They didn't even make that banger because you want to talk about instruments and the origin of music. Yeah, wow. God, what is it like, do you think, for them to realize this year? This is the thing. When I talk about myself and I live on the, the coolest person in the room, I am. But do you I mean, am. And people just haven't realized it. All my friends are like, why, why, why didn't you want, you don't want, you want to have a boyfriend? Like, you should put like makeup on and, and go impress a guy. No. Because they'll never offer anything that if I If a guy create. likes me, they will like me in my worst state, which is my everyday state. And I will never change myself for someone. Because the second that I do that, I've lost. And I have to have somebody who can just, you know, let me be me. Which is... The moment. Me. And you're the moment. Every time. Like, I, that's the thing, too. It's like, I shouldn't have to try. so crooked. To, I can just drain it. No, don't touch it. Oh, they're like. 
It goes like that. Just, that's pretty bad. I was going to say, like, I feel like as black women, like, we shouldn't have to try at anything at all because, like, everything good in the world is us. Like, if you really want to, like, get into that argument, like, all, like, cool, like, trans, Megan Thee Stallion, Hot Girl Summer, like, you're welcome. Like, that's black women. Somehow, like, through all this- Nikki invented Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki is Mattel. Like- Uh... It's just create wow the barrier. I'm gonna sit with that for a long time. I wanna get it as my first tattoo. The no why? Why do you want to tattoo the barrier? Look at the no side. No barrier. That's actually like very bad idea. But you should write a book called Confronting the Barrier as a free walker. Breaking the barrier. Breaking the barrier. It's like in Game of Thrones. You know how the I should Starks... have a podcast called Breaking the Barrier, and I just talk to white people. I want to interview white people. Like, what honestly, like candidly. The worst specimen ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is it like being literally having an IQ of one? <laughs> like, social IQ of one. Because you don't have to have one. That's the thing. It's like, I wish people tried harder so that I would have to try harder to be, like, an interesting and articulate and educated person. But I literally just had to not be white. And then I go to class and I'm teaching it. It shouldn't be that easy for me to, like thrive or to be able to like play a to game the system like it shouldn't be i shouldn't be able to like make things up on my homework and because i'm black everyone's like wow this is groundbreaking because like i'm not having impressive thoughts like i feel like these are thoughts everyone should have at by this point in their life that's what makes it impressive but it's like people doing the bare minimum is excelling people and they literally like it for eat it up for years you enslaved us and we still manage to like live in your head rent free. I feel come like I'm like not really black because our ancestors weren't enslaved. That's just not true. Or dude, there's actually a really cool not it's not really cool, but they talk about like blackness is always tied to suffering and so like that's how blackness is gatekept by like everyone and it's like how much you suffer is how black you are. But like if anything I think that I'm black. If anything, I think that we are... I think you're light-skinned. Low-key. <laughs> what about Mom's me is light-skinned? White, no, Mom's I'm black. Isa's white. She's literally white. I, why would I be a light-skinned, though? I just feel like you haven't really suffered. I have suffered. The fact that you're justifying it probably proves that you haven't suffered. Okay, I'm going to let you have this. I'm going to let you have that. Because um, a really interesting takeaway that I'm well, I find that to be. I'm gonna let you have this one. I'm not gonna get into like my suffering particularly. Don't wanna hear about it either. Why? What Are if... you expecting a friendly chat or? No, I wasn't expecting a friendly chat. Oh. I'm just interested in Get why... your gashi feet. Oh my God, my feet were up the entire time we recorded the first one. No, they weren't. Do you not notice that they weren't? They were not. They were the whole time. Don't try to gaslight me. <laughs> not gaslighting you. Not. I was literally sitting like this the entire no, time. No, you weren't. Yeah, because you're talking about lady. Your reality is twisted. <laughs> you're crazy. Now you're going to gaslight me back? I'm not gaslighting you. I feel... <laughs> you like wore yourself out. Okay, I'll... Fine, I'm light-skinned. Which just actually... Do you see how the gaslighting worked? Look it you. didn't work. I'm just not having this conversation with you. I don't have to prove how black I am. So why are you as a free walker gatekeeping? As You're acting like that's a big barrier move. I'm not being a barrier. I'm it just is. living my life. You're defining 
me and that's something that the barrier does all the time but anyways that was really off topic i'm not gonna answer that question i refuse okay would you rather be constantly angry or sad (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because i've been doing both 20 years i think being angry is so tiring if you're sad you just like go bed but when you're angry when I'm enraged, I'm absolutely vicious. <laughs> absolutely vicious. The way I can shred a person down in a matter of moments. It's a gift. Without context, it sounds you sound sociopathic. I know. People told me that they're like, I think you're so and we were like, Yeah, I think I was I'll show you so I'll show you great. <laughs> You but I think it's like also <laughs> I have a theory that growing up with barriers makes sociopaths out of people like to succeed like to succeed in a, a world built by white people I have to kind of become like also, that also James Walden said to be black in America is to be schizophrenic all the different influences telling you what to do what you can what you cannot do your reality is different Dude, from the yeah, words it's like that a, it's down. a literal psychosis I think to be black is to be mentally ill but let's yeah. not make mentally ill a deficit thing because there's a lot of positive. I think I think too black is too. That's interesting to think about. Like if I just think of my life as psychosis, and you think about like all these great artists that make so many cool things, or like just notice the funny things. It's like, yeah, obviously, like I feel like black people are just kind of like out of phase with reality. Like the written overlay, like we literally just cannot be in your reality, so we sound insane. And we're just like, you know, like sometimes when you do stuff and it's like racist and they're like, that is actually impossible. That's literally impossible because. I love it when the barrier speaks. <laughs> it's like, go make a hand. You know what makes me even sadder when the barrier speaks through a free walker? You know what makes me sad? What? Nothing. Because I'm a sociopath. So you're doing, you're gonna choose constant. I choose constant. Ah, uh, I'd rather always be angry. I feel like I'm. You can be much more productive when you're angry, and it's a lot more fun. I feel like being sad is just so like. Yeah, you're just in bed. That's so. Like crazy. it's just so heavy. That, oh my god, Pauline, release yourself from the expectations of a Eurocentric beauty standard. <laughs> Moving on. Not even forward. Do you want to pick the next one? Well, it seems like you're going to do it anyway. No, I was going to shuffle them. No, just go ahead and grab whatever one you want. After death, would you relive your life or start a song? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pressing control on delete. Oh, I keep thinking, I, I, I know, I know, and this is going to sound like I'm probably mad at I just hate that there's just whatever. Also, I'm playing up this like crazy. I'm actually crazy. I just think it's so funny to be on hinge. So you don't want to work at EY? I do. Okay. What was I saying? (laughs) If you play up crazy all the time and like live in that persona though, like is that not just going to become your real life? You know what I, I was the worst thing I ever heard when you're being sarcastic, your brain can't tell the difference. So you actually start to adopt those traits. And I'm like, I'm crazy. I am crazy. (laughs) 
Wait, what? My brain can't tell my intention? No. <laughs> what? So it's like... Who said... Know. Where'd you read that from? TikTok? <laughs> oh my god, Polly, that sounds fake. It's real. What follow-up research did you do on that one? I looked up Web- Web- WebMG. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. Would you restart saying. your life? Would you reload? What was I going to say? Okay. What was I going to say? What were we talking about? I was about to read the question and you're like, ah! What okay. was the question? <laughs> After death, would you relive your life oh, or start... Oh, delete. Right. Or start as someone else. So, right. What I was going to say. I genuinely think, without sounding like... Like, over... What is the word? I just feel like, like over... Whatever. I think I'm Jesus Christ. Because if you look at my life, the trials and tribulations that I've been put through, it's only something that someone who is paying for everyone else's sins would have to go through. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you also think you're in hell right now? This is the good place. You think you're in the, oh, like the good place, quote unquote. Because I do, I show. Yeah. Because I've been thinking a lot recently, like, I think. This is how to survive. To kill yourself is to lose. Yeah, so you have to live. Suicide prevention. No, like this is an honest conversation about that. I think that like the if I were to kill myself, I would just wind up like right back here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I have to like unlearn my patterns and trauma. You're like I'm so sad. I'm gonna kill. (laughs) Then you wake up the next morning. (laughs) I was like, why is you trying to kill yourself, lose? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're sending you back. Get her back into shape. She's going back in. Change the question. Change the subject. No way. I want to I wanna follow this train of thought real quick. So what do you think... Th- how do you think we get out of hell? Because I think black people, like, this is hell, this is heaven for white people, and then, like, it's going to switch. But how do we switch? The switch? It's going to be huge. And it's it's going to be a switch. But you, sure. we'll just know? It's going to click. I think the day we get to heaven, like... I'll just know. I feel like it's close. Like, in a big, like, God-level scheme of, like, I feel like it could be, like, towards the end of my lifetime, I I could start seeing, like, oh, wait, we're definitely, like, not in, like, hell anymore. Because I feel like we're fighting hell, and it's, like, fighting back. And trying to, it's, it's, like, gaslighting us. (laughs) It's, like, thinking we should stay here. I think in the podcast we were talking about, to kill yourself is actually to win. You just said it's to lose. And I changed my mind. Dude, fair enough. You I think forget it's... what context we were talking about that now. But how would it be winning if this is hell? Like... I need to listen. Okay, I'm going to pause. After death, would you relive your life or start as someone new? Oh, is this going now? Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm so taken aback. <laughs> like, I'm feeling... A lot right now, <laughs> with regards to that question. Like, I don't know who I am. I'm really desensitized. Um, <laughs> desensitized. I'm actually super sick. I hate you. But anyways, um, you know, I think I would want to start as someone new. Really? You hate your life yeah. that much? <laughs> you know, I might. I want to like be a boy. You know, see how easy it is. Really Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> you know I support I all people. <laughs> my situation, Pauline. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, here's my problem with starting as a new person. It could be worse. I could be a black person like 200 years ago. 
What? Imagine you come back as a slave. Oh my god! I've thought about that so much. Wait, I'm I'm just doing my life again. It's not Loki, not that bad. Oh god. Wait, yeah, yeah. Maybe let me revise my answer. Wait, Miss Otto, you cut. You come back as Izzy. I would kill myself. Oh my god. Okay, well, the, the key question is would we know that we're being like re- reincarnated? Is that like. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Would you have the I consciousness feel like of your That question self? implies that you know on some level that this is not. Oh. Like just life, but you know, like you're back. But like, how much would I know about my past life? Like, if I went to a psychic, would they be like, oh, like you are black, but this is worse? somehow we decided to make it worse just look through the whole deck you know maybe i should run this life back i had it pretty good oh this is a good one miss this is a really good one what harsh truths do you prefer to ignore and i'm gonna change the question to what like harsh truths do we know about the world that you wish you might not know or are you happy that you know so that you're not naive and stupid like everybody else that you do but then you just answered the question that is the question what harsh truths we'll just answer would you rather go back to being naive or even though it's like horrible do you like knowing what you know I think I'm answering that by my actions, you know, because mm-hmm. like if I wanted to be naive and if I wanted to be stupid, that I wouldn't pursue an education. I wouldn't pursue like reading like these books, whatever, talking to different people, you know, yeah. it would be more of like I would stay in the little bubble that I've created. And I feel like that's like you can say all you want. Oh, like I'm open minded. Oh, you know, like I really am like thirsty for knowledge you know like, like thirsty like, for people, knowledge i don't know i'm like <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking bitch <laughs> anyways um yeah you can say all that shit but if your actions don't actually like follow through with that kind of uh i don't know like like i don't know you know like yeah, I, I I would say, you know, like, I wish I was more naive. I wish, like, I didn't know all these things and, and, and uh, get super cynical about everything. But, like, the way that I act contradicts that. Yeah. You know? So I think overall, like, I wouldn't go back to the way that I was thinking, like, I don't know, a year back, several years back. And the more, like, aware that we get of everything... I mean, it, it's shitty, but I, there's also, like, kind of a relief in it, you know? Like, you're yeah. not being blinded by these other things. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I hate people who are blind. That's the barrier. I also am changing the term white people to the barrier. Because remember in our podcast when we were talking about how whiteness is a barrier and how they're, like, the most sad people because they're just, like, living in, like, a delusion. The barrier. Isn't that nice? It has a little ring to it. <laughs> I'm like, that's interesting. You're like, I'm going to pick up on that. You can do a lot with the barrier analogy. Okay. Would you rather hurt or be hurt? I know my answer. What's your answer? Shut up. I'm hurting hoes out here. <laughs> what's, your, what's your answer, Paul? I'm hurting hoes. I don't care. <laughs> Why? Why do you think you want to hurt because them? Because God forbid 
I let somebody hurt me, you. What's so bad about being hurt? I mean, I would rather hurt than be hurt. Um, actually, no. I think I would hurt if I didn't feel bad about it. I think t- if I hurt, to hurt instead of being hurt kind of means that like there's no hope for me developing and being a better person because I just don't understand like how to be how to act around people if I'm hurting them. I feel like that means I'm just I just suck. I don't want to suck. <laughs> so maybe I'd rather think? I'd rather be hurt. What do you think, Missy Elliott? I'm thinking about like how I act and whether or not my answer actually like follows through. I think you're very hurtful. I think people would say that you hurt. Which is so awkward for me because I really don't try that hard to hurt. Yes, you do. You are a spiteful person. I am so much nicer than I could be, Pauline. You know that for a fact. I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I am pretty strategic about how I'm hurtful. You know, like, if it's if it's real and it's true and it's like, ah, but what is true? What is true? Let's not go into this. <laughs> no, I, I, what is that? a question? What is thought? What's a heap? <laughs> <laughs> what um, is Masato? What is my objective reality? <laughs> yeah i guess i would rather be hurt because even when i'm not going out of my way to hurt like if i'm even like distancing pulling myself away in an effort to like not hurt that still hurts the other person inevitably mm-hmm. you know I so i guess i am a hurtful person okay yeah. but this is a question, this is for the both of you, because I've been thinking a lot about how I don't actually think I'm a mean person. I think that I'm just not a white person, and people expect <laughs> me to be really nice to them. But then I'm honest, and I tell the truth, and I tell a truth that should be spoken, and then they're, like, confused, and then I'm, I'm a mean person. Like, I think our bar for hurting is, like, pretty low. Like, I don't think we're actually hurtful. I think people As just, women like, of color. are just super sensitive to, like us having opinions that aren't like white good us bad my initial Pauline, you want to go first or you want me to you go you first? go first my initial like thought of that is like i feel like oh god this might be like callous but white people have less to be upset about and so they have less reason to lash out they have less reason to be angry resentful etc and so therefore like if we're comparing the races at least you know like Mm -hmm. and we're having this like white people be the status quo which that they are you know then it's like we always have to minimize the emotions the feelings that are being felt by in order to like help them feel comfortable yeah, in order to, like, meet their standard, mm-hmm. right? So it's not even a matter of, like, oh, like, I'm more um, aggressive. I'm more mean than, like, so-and-so. It's just, like, the the averages are skewed, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, like, my take. I think something that. interesting that I'm taking from that question with what you said is I think that um, the people who choose to be the ones who hurt are the ones who are the least able to be hurt. And I think if you want to look 
look at that in terms of like races, like white people are the ones who hurt because they can't be hurt. We're seeing how fragile they are. There's a term white fragility to explain <laughs> how sensitive they are. But you they, know what I don't I mean? think it should be white fragility. I think it should just be fragility. Like you guys are fragile. And I think making it a white thing distances it from them. Like it can be distanced. Like, oh, I don't know. I think it targets them. even more. I think it targets it, but it also like you got a whole new term made up for saying you're weak and you can't handle like people criticizing you or your actions. Like, someone went out of their way to make up a whole new course a whole new word because you couldn't just handle hearing like no you're regular fragile like you're just fragile oh, no you're white, white fragile oh. it's like a, you're a special kind of fragile like you still have to feel good about yourself somehow i also you made me think about um not you pauline but you miss if I'm allowed missy elliott <laughs> <laughs> well, you made me think about you how miss. you miss you young miss um <laughs> But I thought about how is whiteness inherently just like awkward and like <laughs> <Kira>. uncomfortable? <laughs> like it seems really uncomfortable. Why do I think of her when I think of whiteness? And like, and you also have to bleep out the names because I'm putting my entire sorority on blast. <laughs> <laughs> A beep. Are you sure you're not recording? No, literally, I'm being too <laughs> No, candid. it's just a, all the past episodes have gone pretty much like this. And I've been alone and said a lot of things that I have to stand by. So you're good. I understand. But I um, think it's, so. like, inherently an awkward thing to be. Like, white. Well, you don't know what you are. Like, like, yeah, you can mix any color into white paint. Like, white can't actually hold its own. But black can. Or, like, any color that's not white can hold its own in, like, a mix of colors. It's just interesting that they would choose yeah. white. Like, why couldn't they be black if they wanted to make a point? Because like, you can't change that and then make us be white. <laughs> By their logic. Ooh, what stereotype do you completely live up to? Me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm ghetto and ratchet. Uh, That's always even like the right voice. I don't know. <laughs> what do I live up to? I'm thinking the hardworking, like overworking yourself. Yeah, that's fair. And that association with hardworking and being Asian. I feel like that's like the only one. Yeah. Where- because otherwise, so. like the it's like you're not able to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you drive? <laughs> oh god! I actually, that's like a yes and no. Stop. <laughs> I can't drive by. Um, it's not stereotypical Asian driving, but like I'm a bad driver. I'm just like reckless. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Maybe it's like I'm just uh, trying to die on the road. I think that's what it is. Wait, what stereotype do you think you live up to? Just being an angry black woman. <laughs> I'm so angry. I feel like that's me now. I feel like if you'd asked me last year, I would... Actually, I probably wouldn't even know I was doing this, but I was definitely like a mammy type. Like, I was just trying to, like, collect hurt people and, like, make them feel good. And then they just never offered anything in return. So I just felt like... I think And everyone's like, you're so comforting. Like, you can, I can talk to you about anything. And I was like... And you've never questioned the dynamic of that relationship. Like... I don't want to be a free therapist, but I stopped doing that. And now I have like no friends because they're like, you're actually not nice. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, what did you learn too late in life? That, that white people, people suck. suck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, and that's that's the truth that people suck. 
I think it's that people suck and that people aren't cheering for you. Yeah. Especially the people that are closest to you. That's one of them that hit way too late is that I was really naive in thinking that people want the best for each other, Mm -hmm. especially like friends, whatever, teammates, whatever. It's like a lot of the people that you'll meet and go through in life don't want that. They want you to be good to a certain like. But not better. Exactly. Exactly. To a certain point, but they can't exceed past whatever the fuck you're going after. Yeah. And, and, oh, to add on to that, I guess, like, I should have told myself, like, years ago, like, don't let go of the good ones, you know? Because you think that the, the world is full of, like, or actually, like, half full, half full of, like, good people, half full of, like, shitty people. Yeah. But that this ratio on that is really botched. I'm yeah. like, fuck this ratio. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, that would definitely be one of them for me. I think that for me, I would just be like, what I learned is that literally nothing is real. This, like, doesn't matter. And that people are literally just projecting themselves like outwardly so like no one's ever having a conversation actually like well no just no one's like what they're saying has nothing to do with you you know yeah i feel like for me i would say that like you're not white you will never be white you'll never be like acceptable like they don't want you and yeah it's embarrassing at this point like there's nothing fun about having white friends i would have been uh. like not nothing fun, but like there's just like you should have friends from different walks of life and friends that are like you because like they're never gonna get you. Like they can pretend and like the one person can cry about George Floyd to you and the next week be racist and then never talk to you again. True story. Um, yeah. And that's just like well within the range of a barrier. Like that's all they can really do. And um, I don't know. Like to be really discerning with the white people I let into my life. Like I. I think don't make I'm not making white friends anymore unless it's like a a thorough vetting process but otherwise it's kind of it for me yeah do you want to ask one more question and close up yeah okay um let me find one when's the last time you said I love you and lied when I last saw Izzy Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally. Oh, um, god. oh my god. I love What's a controversial opinion you have that you don't share with anyone? Didn't we kind of well our whole entire podcast was controversial, Masato. <laughs> um I still can't tell whether or not we sound super high or whether or not we sound like smart. Not smart, because I won't, like, give myself that <laughs> much, <laughs> but, um, just, like, out of pocket, you know, but in a good way. I think we, I think it's a very good podcast, actually. I think it's From very... what I've heard, I want, I think you guys should make one. Yeah. The beginning of the end, we've been thinking about this. <laughs> I um, think we should run it back, Paul. I think that we really should. Yeah. I remember when um, we were talking okay. about, um... Jeffrey Dahmer, and there was something controversial about that conversation. Oh, my hot take is that I would have saved him. No, not about him specifically, but about how we 
talk about criminals. Everyone wants to be a criminal. And how there's this romanticization of it and how far we should go with that. But... There was, yeah, there was something else more... Like, the whole thing was controversial. I don't even know. I think I... I think I know my controversial opinion. Okay, what is it? I think, honest... Uh, I honestly think that for a lot... Like, the world cannot be a good place as long as, like, white people are in it. I, th- I think that the world can't be a good... Okay, this is super pessimistic, but I don't think that the, good, the world can be a good place as long as people have differences, which yeah. is, like, you know, that's just human nature. Like, if yeah. they see difference like it doesn't matter if it's white people it could be like asian people like asian people are more racist low-key than white people sometimes you yeah know? but that's like white people's fault or i guess like maybe not white people but i think like the constructs like the world will never be a better can't be a good place as long as there's people that like don't fundamentally understand that they have to deconstruct like their difference but i think it starts from the top and like because white people just have so much like social capital and like power that like it's really on them to do a lot more work like i feel like i guess my hot take is that i don't have to be a good person like until white people are all good people because like i've just i literally don't have the power to make the impact that they make by just like trying to be good but failing so much because they just don't get it i think and i said this earlier i think this we were talking about this in the podcast too i think that you cannot experience true peace in this lifetime, the way the world's going and the knowledge that we have, because I believe that true peace is being rid of all social constructs and influences from your environment and childhood and the people that you know. And we, with our capacity right now as humans, cannot unpack that. I actually think, honestly, like, I just have no hope. When I think about it, really, I don't have much hope for the world as is, because I think, like, the damage has been done to an extent like it's just too late now like we don't we don't have the time or the capacity to like actually to make change and i i don't want to believe that fully because and i still work to like try and see like how we can make things better but it's just like people like jeff bezos will never care and there aren't ever going to be people who are like with it enough to actually go and like guillotine this man mm. like Cause I'm not gonna do it. I'm not taking the fall for that. I think if a white person wants to prove they're an ally, go guillotine Jeff Bezos and send me a, a picture. Girl, <laughs> well, like you're gonna go to jail. You you're gonna get right back out. Death. I'm not. That's an, okay. Obviously, for legal reasons, that was a joke. I would, <laughs> I would never have someone Miss, do that what for do real. You think? I think that. I don't know, like, I'm very hopeless in terms of, like, how the world is going, like, even with climate change, you know, like, that's, like, the perfect kind of, not the perfect problem, but the perfect problem to have in terms of seeing whether or not humans can put aside their own self-interest for the common good, you know, it impacts everyone, you know, like, no matter where the fuck you're, like, from, no matter what race, nationality, whatever the fuck, you know, that's like a mutual issue that everyone well, fucking has. Well, this is has. what I think. I think the yeah. reason that we don't care is because the people who make decisions, it doesn't impact them. 
You know what I mean? I legitimately think that all the rich people are, like, building the Tesla plane to, like, Mars. Like, it doesn't matter to them. That's why they don't care, because they literally have a way out. I also and, think that, like, like politicians, like, people in Congress, people that have a ton of money, like, I just don't think they're, like, humans the same way we are anymore. Like, they just can't relate. Like, I think they actually try their best to legislate, but they only can relate to themselves, so they only make laws that benefit, like, their small group of, like, people they interact with all the time, which is, like, other wealthy people with, like, way too much power. Like, more power than one person should ever have. You should not ever represent, like, millions of people. A senator should never have that kind of power. That's messed up, I think. Yeah, I don't know. There's just, like... I feel like we really lost the mark after the industrial revolution. I think that's where shit really just hit the fan. Yeah. And I don't think that it's possible to go back from it. I don't. Yeah. I think I think World War Two was, like, a nail in the coffin. Yeah, I think like after that, and we came out like a superpower or whatever. It's like it was over. And then I think Ronald Reagan like doubled down. Bro, that motherfucker's so jinxed. I literally can't. (laughs) I hate Ronald Reagan, and I I'm gonna get a portrait of him. Reagan Bush, Reaganomics, baby. All about the Reaganomics. Okay, thank you so much for being a guest. On the show. Oh, yeah. You can keep talking to Pauline. I'm going to leave so I can make this outro. But thank you. And thank I you, Pauline. I keep talking to you. Okay. Thanks. Hello. I am back alone to record an outro. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. I had so much fun recording with my sister. The ending was a little bit abrupt, but we got tired and we've been going at it for a couple hours at this point so we decided to call it a day this episode had a lot of hot takes disclaimer it was a little bit dramatic a little bit of that full moon energy in us um but let me know what you think about this one um if any of the reflex questions piqued your interest hit me up let me know what you're thinking um yes this is like the first conversation i had my sister in a really really long time so i think it will be interesting to listen to and if you make it this far like that is the reason why and I um for this one especially like was going to edit but decided to make a point not to just to have like a little capsule of what our relationship is like out there and also like some good information because she is a little philosopher as well so thank you so much again Instagram Patreon support me if you would like to um and support my sister and her friend that we basically accosted in the middle of the night to come be a guest on the podcast i'm signing off thanks for listening